Hello, I'm Michael Kithcart, High Performance Leadership Coach and the creator of Winning Your Way. Welcome to the Champions of This Podcast, a podcast that highlights ways to tread through the uncertainty with more courage and confidence and champion those who have taken the challenge to make their visions come to life. Today, we are talking about amplifying women's voices with two guests who are committed to supporting women business owners and helping more female voices be heard and published. Chris Olson is dedicated to amplifying women's voices through her social enterprise, My Founder Story, a storytelling and publishing platform. She is passionate about empowering women business founders and confidently communicating their purpose and impact, setting them up for entrepreneurial success. Since 2018, My Founder Story has donated more than $220,000 in grants and services to women. Julie Burton is an author co-host of Her Next Chapter podcast, and founder of Modern Well, the first female-centered co-working and collaborative space in Minneapolis, which is dedicated to empowering women through connection, wellness, and creative freedom. Together, Chris and Julie have a joint collaboration, Publish Her, a female-founded hybrid publishing company dedicated to elevating the words, stories, and writing of women. Their first book under the Publish Her umbrella is Her Path Forward, 21 Stories of Transformation and Inspiration. Welcome, Julie and Chris. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. (laughs) Glad to be here. I'm so glad to be talking to both of you. was at the launch of the Her Path Forward, which was just a fabulous event, and we'll make sure that people have a link to be able to buy that book because the stories are truly inspiring. So I just want to kick it off because you both have deep roots in writing. So why is it important for all of us, but especially women, to write? I think Julie should start because Julie <laughs> is the founder of the, you know, Modern Well Writing Studio, which is an evolution of something. So, so yeah, so so I, Nina Batson, a local writer, Modern Well member, and I started the Twin Cities Writing Studio in 2015 because we felt like there were, we, she was like my first writer friend in the Twin Cities. I have my background in journalism and did a lot of writing. I mean, all of my writing kind of solo. And I was really feeling like I needed a writer's community. So somebody introduced me to Nina. We established this wonderful friendship and that centered really around writing. And we were talking one day and said to each other, there's got to be other cool writers in this town, right? And so we decided to kind of throw it out there on Facebook and we um, developed this the Twin Cities Writing Studio and we rented space out of Hopkins Center for the Arts. So the story is important because it evolves into Twin Cities Writing Studio evolved into Modern Well Writing Studio because Modern Well was formed out of a need for women to come together in a physical space and not only write but work and create and connect and the the back to your question the the importance in all of this to me is about women tend to do do it all and and do it all sort of inside of our heads right and just and just kind of work through but The power of our stories is where we really shine. And even thinking about Modern Well and and the roots of Modern Well, it's about 
the actual well. Like I envisioned the biblical sense of the word where, where people gathered around the well. And what did they do at the well is they told stories. They shared stories. They shared, you know, recipes or what, whatever they were doing back in, you know, biblical times. But, but the power of women's stories has always been a thread that binds us and, and that really makes the world a better place. So I think, you know, that's where Chris and I for sure come together. She's been doing, she's been on a similar path. I'll let her share, but in her own work and the fact that we came together just obviously felt very organic. Mm -hmm. I would add to that, that I think story for women, writing changes women's lives. I mean, I think it's the ability to, you know, share your story with the world and, and, you know, as Julie was talking about the community aspect of it, I had was a member of several different working co-working spaces until I found Modern Well. And then I found the writing studio first and connected with that group and then, you know, became a member of Modern Well. And to me, that was life changing. I think the ability to write with other women and to share your story and to be vulnerable is really, really important. And so we're, I'm all for that. <laughs> Obviously, Julie is all for that. So. And since the two of you really do focus on having women be able to share their stories and giving them tools and resources and ways to do it and connect them, how often, though, do you hear women just say, like, I don't have any stories to tell or I don't know what I would write? or like It feels like it takes a lot of coaxing to get us going. I do think that women, I mean, just in general, women have a hard time sort of singing their own praises and, and acknowledging, you know, just because of society, right? And so I think what it takes is a community of people to be sort of your cheerleader and or a coach, a writing coach, someone who can, you know, sort of help you with the discipline part of it, of, you know, writing regularly. And then that cheerleader part of sort of like, you can do it. This is a great story. And there is something really powerful in the writing studio you you know we write for 20 minutes or whatever it is and then we share what we've written and that is where you make those connections and you know the world seems a little smaller and it's sort of like wow that person's been through that as well so there's i think a lot of it is really you know the encouragement piece and 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 a desire to be or you know the courage to be vulnerable and, and share your own truth and we all have seasoned writers beginning writers we all have that imposter syndrome right like who am I to, nobody cares what I have to say. My ideas are not that important. They're not that unique. They're not, you know, nobody really is going to read what I wrote. You know, we all go through that. And I think that to Chris's point, it, it takes sort of that communal space to be able to say, yes, Chris, your story matters. And yes, we want to hear it. And, you know, and we'll be cheering you along to, to share that because we, especially women, I think we're hard on ourselves and we, and you know, it, it, a lot of times it feels like men just, their stories are so important and everything they have to say, you know, they, they're, but women are kind of, I mean, again, I'm being, I'm being sort of stereotypical, but, but I think, I think that, that, that women have a harder time speaking their truth and that we need that connectivity to sort of have the strength um, and the courage to put ourselves out there. Yes, I, I absolutely agree from, I'll just say from personal experience too, that all, that all rings true. And Chris, your business, you are the founder of My Founder's Story. So you specifically help women entrepreneurs tell their story better. Right. You know? So tell us a little bit about how that came about. 
So the way that came about was in the position I was in formerly, we developed a business uh, planning course that was an 18-week course. And at the end of the course, the women had to stand up in front of the room and, and pitch their business to sort of a shark tank scenario, a panel of mock investors. And, you know, I had helped these women. Um, I had, you know, been part of designing that curriculum and helped the women who participated in the course. And I was sure they were ready to get up and pitch their business. And then as they all got up to pitch their business, they couldn't do it. They sort of all froze. This entire group of women, they stumbled. They couldn't look at people. They, you know, were, they were fumbling with technology. It was just sort of like this moment for me where I was like, oh my gosh, we've failed these women. Like we sent them through this 18 week course and they can't even pitch their business. So I, at that point came up with this idea to sort of help people. Like, what is it that helps you get really grounded in your in your story. And that's your why. It's sort of like, what's your purpose? What's your reason for doing what you're doing? And so I, on my own, started developing this curriculum and then it, it, you know, formed into my founder story, which is really an organization that helps women get to their purpose. And then how are they communicating that to the world? And we use sort of like traditional storytelling models that, you know, help people tell, engage the brain when they're telling their story and things like that. So, but the reason is also because in business, women receive far fewer resources to launch and grow their small businesses. And if they can't pitch their business, you know, it makes it even worse. So I was sort of like, you have to, as, as the foundational level, be able to pitch your business, right? Even if you're not going to ask for money ever, but just to, you know, for partners or whomever. So, so it sets you up for success because you need to be able to, you know, confidently communicate your, your, your purpose and impact for your business. Yes. So I can see the correlation between your two companies, even before you merged, you know, joined forces for other reasons. But how did you two meet? Well, we met here. here. Yeah, Butterwell. Yeah. Here as we sit in yes. Chris's office at Butterwell. <laughs> yeah, I, we, we met here. And um, I don't know exactly. I think I just wanted to meet Julia. We just set yeah, up a coffee yeah. or whatever. And, um, and we realized we had a lot of similarities in our kind of career journey of marketing and, and writing and things like that. So sort of that instant connection and then we shared an office for a while and so that's when we started having conversations about first it was a magazine like yeah. we do a modern world magazine and then the idea of an anthology came up and and during that whole time Julia was like I really want to start a publishing company and I was like I really want to start a publishing company so okay so did you decide to start publish her first or did you decide to do yeah. the anthology first um, I don't. I, I think it was, it was all kind sort of, of simultaneous. Yes, yeah. we we knew we we knew we wanted to do a publishing company, and we and we said we kind of said, okay, let's let's try let's kick it off with this book and see and see how it goes. And um, so the anthology came um, as a result of of wanting to tap into the modern world community, and because we have so many incredible writers. In, in our our membership and then just kind of the web, the modern well web, which extends, you know, around the world, actually. And so we wanted to share, we wanted to share updates of transformation and growth from, from the modern well community. And so we put a call for submissions out and got hundreds of them and, and put together this wonderful anthology filled with inspiring stories of growth and joy and pain and um it, it just it's amazing and that's it goes back to you know kind of your original question michael about you know why 
why women need to write. And it's really because sharing stories and giving the gift of your story allows, gives other people the permission to say, oh, yes, okay, I feel that way too. This is my story. Whether, whether they write it or just even acknowledge it in their head or in their journal or something, but like owning owning your story and giving yourself permission to share it with the world or or with the journal or with a friend or anything it just it it ties us together and it just it's the human connection yeah i love that you can't see it on the podcast but i'm smiling from ear to ear so <laughs> With that in vain, what else would you add to that? Of like, what do you really want to accomplish with Publish Her? Which, by the way, is an awesome name. <laughs> Love it. Um, but what do you what do you want to come out of this? Well, we want it to be a different kind of hybrid publishing company because Julie had published. Um, I had several clients who I'd helped through the publishing process with traditional and hybrid publishers, and kind of was collecting notes about what things didn't work. And you know, Julie and I talked a lot about that, and so. We talked about how we want it to be different, and one of the things that comes up a lot with hybrid publishers is a lot of hidden expenses, like these add-ons, right? Like, oh, we want to do that, you have to add on. And so we, right out of the gate, we're like, we want to have a set price, we want to be transparent about it, we want to be tra transparent about the process. So that was one thing that was really important to us. And then the other piece that pretty much all publishers do is take a percentage of royalties for from the author, and we don't want to do that. We want the author to have all of their royalties for their book sales. So so we it's set up in a way that you retain the royalties for your book sales. And then really just both of our communities because we've got the amazing Modern Well community and my founder story community and like how can we get our communities behind these women authors to sort of rally them and things like that. And then, you know, of course Julie who's amazing, like she's always rallying people. And, you know, I think that's that's a big a big differentiator you know I mean she's she's built an amazing community of writers and readers and you know workers and so um as, so that's, as have you well <laughs> <laughs> yes uh-huh uh-huh yes we don't have to demonstrate within the podcast of how women don't play their yes. successes here we can There's amplify them right here yes. uh, on this yes. episode uh, and I can, you know, I was at the launch party for Her Path Forward, wildly uh, attended, and it just the energy in the room was exactly that. People championing others, cheering them along, um, acknowledging the, the grace, the strength, the courage that it took to share, because some of the stories in Her Path Forward are really remarkable. I mean, the transformation that has come through some mm. life situations is, I mean, I still, like, some of them make me cry. Yeah. So, with that, just to demonstrate, like, the strength in numbers um, is, is really like that. So, you know, when you think about um, if you're talking to a, a potential writer, maybe somebody who's already written a lot of, uh, of a book, and she just doesn't know what to do, or, you know, maybe even how Publish Her specifically could, could help her. Like, what would you say to all of those podcast listeners right now who are just ready to be published? How, how will you support them? Well, if you're ready, right? So that, <laughs> that's the key because a lot of people aren't quite there yet. We've had lots of meetings over since we launched with people who are sort of still in progress, which is great. 
But if you're ready, the process is, you know, fairly straightforward. We have, we ask people to upload their manuscript to our website, fill out a questionnaire. Julie and I review all of those. We read the manuscripts. We have conversations about, like, are there holes? Do they need something? So we do that first sort of editorial look at those, and then we decide. And then we typically set meetings with the authors, and we, and we let them know, here's what the here's what the price is, here's what the process is, here's what the timeline is. That's the other thing, too. Our timeline is a lot shorter than traditional publishers. It takes around three months for us. It takes up to at least a year for most publishers, even hybrid publishers. Some hybrid publishers you can't even get in right away. So that's the other piece is sort of being accessible. And then the other piece is um, just buying book inventory. Like most hybrid publishers require that you buy your own inventory. If you don't want to buy book inventory, you don't have to with publisher. You can just have your book on Amazon and, and it's available and you still get all those royalties and things like that. So so our, so it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. We yeah. And I think to Chris's point, you know, we if you have an idea, right? If 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 you're out there listening and you're like, I have a book idea, we would say, you know what? Flesh out that idea. <laughs> um, you know, work work with, you know, a writing group, a book coach, um, somebody to kind of get that book really going and really in a place where, like Chris was saying, like it's it's pretty much ready to go. We, at this point, we do have some developmental editors that we work with and that we can, you know, send you off, you know, on that path. But at this point, we're, we're really looking for pretty, you know, pretty much completed manuscript. We do copy editing and those kinds of things. But if you're still in the developmental editing stage, we'd say, you know, wait, go with that, do what you need to do. I and mean, we do have resources that mm -hmm. we're happy to share yes. with you. And then when it's, it's, when you feel and your, you know, editor feel like it's ready to, you know, pretty much ready to go to press, then, then you would submit to us. Okay. Got it. Now, both of your other companies, though, the companies that you have individually also support women in their writing mm -hmm. journeys. Right. Yeah. So, um, so Chris, with my founder story, how if if women are just wondering how to get started and want to get over that trepidation, how would they start? Well, we have, you know, my founder story has free courses online for clarifying your why and developing your story, like a short story, your short founder story, and then we we also have a course that's about writing your business memoir, which is an eight week course, which we're we'll be bringing soon to Modern Well, and so you know. If people are still in that developmental phase of doing their business memoir, we will help them with that. And of course, Modern Well has tons of classes for writers. I mean, besides the writing groups on Tuesdays and Thursdays, there's lots and lots of. We writing. are yes, and we are we're developing we're developing the writing studio. So it you know we will have more. We we had memoir classes. We hope to get another one going, and then yes, yeah, so you can check our website for for um, writing class offerings that we have. But I think in general, to your point, Michael, you know, Modern Well, it's funny because it originally our writing group was really our foundational members here. And we would have people walk in to Modern Well and say, I'm not a writer. Can I, I'm a business person. Can I still be a member of Modern Well? And so I, I want to say that like, 
Modern Well is for everybody. I mean, we have business coaches, we have, you know, marketers, we have doctors, we have lawyers, we have accountants, we have financial advisors, we we have everyone. What we what I think is is really cool and unique about Modern Well is that there is this creative energy here. And no matter what, whether you're a writer or a poet or a photography photographer or an accountant, right? We all need creativity in our lives and in our work. And so I think that when you walk into Modern Well, you feel that. You feel that energy of creativity and of kind of this expansive thinking. And um, I've talked to a lot of our members who are not creatives, but they have talked about that uh, really appreciating that, having that energy around them, that it has helped them kind of you know, reinvent in their businesses and, and think creatively, even in non-creative mm-hmm. fields. Yes, yes. Well, and we all are all creative in our own ways. And so yes. sometimes we just need help bringing that out. Mm-hmm. We talk a little bit about how how women go through the, that writing process. I'm curious because now you're publishers and you went through the Her Path Forward and with the 21 stories. What did you learn about yourself editing, reading, going through hundreds of stories, as you said, to determine what was going to be in the book? You know, um, I think, I think Chris and I learned a lot about where, in terms from a business standpoint, in terms of where we shine and where, you know, Chris um, is, is super gifted at sort of project management and, and task and task management. And I'm more, more of like the, vision, creative sort of person. So I think it helped us in the sense of, of figuring out kind of our, our business structure a little bit. For me, it also kind of kicked me back to, in, in a positive way, of, of and my own book. And, and, and um, I went through a, a hybrid publisher out of Berkeley for the self-care solution, A Modern Mother's Must Have Guide to Health and Well-Being. And I remember the, the process and, and how hard it was for me to sort of let go and you know getting to this final stage where it was like oh but we should edit this a little bit more we should and I found myself doing that a little bit with with her path forward with the book and I remember my editor with my publisher said to me okay Julie it's time to let go and Chris at one point was like we're done okay (laughs) like like we are not going back anymore in these stories and and, you know so I think I, I just learned that it's probably just like, oh, yeah, there's that perfectionism again, and there's that not being able to let go again. So I definitely I definitely saw that. Um, but I also saw just just the infinite possibility of, of you know, sharing these stories. Um, and I learned about myself in reading all these all the stories that were submitted. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think there's just that powerful connection piece of, like, every – and we had to read hundreds of stories, so it's sort of like, re- and that was really hard to yeah. to narrow it down to 21 and figure out, like, which, because we wanted a really wide variety of people in different life stages, people in different situations, like, we wanted to make sure we had a nice, you know, variety of stories, and so, I mean, I, I found I was getting really connected to these stories and these people, many, some I knew, some I didn't know, so... Um, it was just a really powerful process, and um, I think it's just, it, I learned, like, how connected we really are, like, 
there's always a there's sort of a thread in everybody's story that you can relate to. Um, it might not be your whole you know story, but there's always like a little piece where it's like, oh my gosh, I've experienced that, or you know, I feel that in my heart. So, just that like as big as the world is, it's we're so we're all so connected. What is what's risky about writing? Oh, just that <laughs> feeling of like of being judged, of, mm-hmm. of you know that just raw, vulnerable feeling that someone is gonna read what I wrote, what I think, what I feel, and is gonna have a judgment about it, and you know, and and that's really really scary for everybody. Mm-hmm. I I agree, and I think that's what prevents a lot of people from writing, even in a journal. I've I heard I've heard people say like. Someone read their journal when they were younger or whatever, so they now they don't journal anymore. And I'm like, because there's that vulnerability piece of like being judged if someone read your journal. And so I don't know. I just I think that's the hardest part is getting over that, like caring what people think. The truth of the matter is that being vulnerable is what connects us to other people, you know, and it's what we see in other people, you know, it's it allows us and that's what helps us, you know, make connections and build communities of you know, people who've been through similar experiences or have similar values or whatever, like you don't get any of that if you're not brave and you don't um, show up and share your story and tell your story. And then just from a historical, um, you know, context, like women's stories aren't represented as much if you look in history books, right? So we're denying children the opportunity to learn about women, what women have contributed. And so if we can elevate that in even a small way, um, I think we can, you know, we're changing, we're changing narratives and changing perspectives. And I think now too, um, I think it's, it's, there's a, there's a fear and a risk because there's so many taboo areas too that, that we, um, I think people are really afraid to say the wrong thing. And you know, with the with the cancel culture, and I mean, and it, it and so I think that is also inhibiting people. Um, it, it, you know, the truth is, we all have good and beauty in us, and we all have darkness and evil, and like, and so, and so, it's sort of like I think there there's a little bit of a a real fear right now that the way that we show up on the page is 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 going to be judged and it really and it is being judged mm-hmm. and that's real right so it's like i think that it's tricky now for for a lot of writers to feel like they can um you know really be honest and and have things not be interpreted in a certain way mm-hmm. that they're demonized or called you know labeled certain ways so i think i think we're in a tricky time a little bit with 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 being vulnerable and sharing our stories because um again we all have good and bad in us we all have you know just the most noble hearts and also sometimes not so noble hearts and we're human beings and i think that sometimes is is really tricky for people right now yeah i just finally got around to reading untamed oh sure and okay tell me the author's name because i can't (laughs) and she actually wrote in a piece I mean, it's in the book. She's like, I'm scared to even write this right now yeah. because the book's not going to come out for another year. Right. <laughs> but she did it anyway. She did it. And yeah. I actually really appreciated that. It's almost like 
social media has made it easier than ever to tell your story, to put things out there, and at the same time has given you a thousand more reading reasons why not to tell your story. Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah. how do you balance that out? How do you still be brave enough to to share what you've experienced so that others can know that they're not alone? I, I don't know. I think part of it is like not caring <laughs> on a certain level. It's uh-huh. sort of like I don't care what people think. I'm unapologetically me. And I know that everyone's not gonna love me. I'm not a $20 bill. Everyone's not going to love me, right? Like, um, I just, I feel like you just, ha- at some level, you have to be okay with um, with knowing that some people won't, your story won't resonate with them or they won't yeah, appreciate it or whatever. Okay. And that's okay. And then don't read the comments, I guess. <laughs> and we're all evolving. You yeah, know, we're okay. all evolving and, and changing and learning and growing. And so it, yeah, it it's, I think there's the, like, like Chris, like just owning your story owning your worth your story is worthy of sharing and leaving it at that mm-hmm. leaving at that right and that's all we can do and there is something to be learned in that feedback too like even if it's uncomfortable feedback if you know we may not know our biases or you yeah. know there might be a feedback that is sort of like in the moment it's uncomfortable but then you digest it and go oh uh-huh. yeah I, I didn't <laughs> so, see that I right. didn't realize that right yeah. so as you know as awful as cancel culture can be. I mean, there is some validity in some of, you know, the feedback that we're getting and how are we using that to, you know, look at ourselves and go, okay, maybe there's room for change here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So since you have both have such deep backgrounds and experiences in writing, what are some of your favorite writing books or your favorite one? Well, my favorite one is Bird by Bird. Oh, and the lot. <laughs> I mean, I just, I, I just got that one on audio too. I have the it's book, so and I got good. it on audio too. And I, I will just re-listen to it because it's just the narrator's not even, you know, the author, but whoever's narrating it, she's got kind of a southern accent, and I just really love listening to it because the book is so good. So, and I give that one to anyone who participates in our writing courses too because I think it's sort of foundational to. Yeah, I love that one, and I love Stephen King's on writing. I love, and Danny Shapiro wrote one still, still writing. Um, I, I can't remember, but um, a really good one. I think it is called Still Writing. I'm writing that. I, those are those are probably my top three. Mm-hmm. We'll put links in the yeah. show notes on that so people can can find them. And um, I also I always the advice about just. Think about your favorite authors, the the people that you read and you just love their voices yeah. and stuff. You can learn so much from just reading other people. That's the thing too. I agree. I I like to me it's really important to be a reader or even a listener, like if you like audiobooks. Just consuming books is really, really important. I mean, because you're you can tune into those voices that, you know, oh, I like the way she writes, or I like her voice, or I like, you know, sort of whatever the style that she has and I think you can learn a lot about what you love and appreciate by just consuming a lot of books and um and and you know not that you want to copy someone per se but find what you know find what speaks to you and and tap into that yeah Yeah, I love that be a reader of all of all you know even even maybe genres that you're not you know drawn to just to kind of get different voices yeah because I'm I love memoir but um my book I'm in a book club and 
there's a lot of like fantasy lover, uh, book lovers in that group. And I'm like, these books I would never, ever read on my own. But because I'm in the book club and I love the ladies in my book club, I'm like, okay, I'll listen to it. You know, so I usually get them on audio. But there is something about yeah. sort of getting those different genres where it's like I would never, you know, I would never listen to that otherwise. Okay, so those who want to join Chris's fantasy level <laughs> book club. <laughs> I don't mean romantic fantasy. I mean like dragons and princesses fantasy. Okay, that's a good clarification. <laughs> I see where your mind went. Though. So I'm interested. What are you, each of you, what are you a champion of? Well, women, of course. I mean, like women, women in writing and women in business in particular for me, I think, you know, I'm, I'm just on a personal mission to amplify women in business because like 95% of business books are, you know, written by men and women have thriving businesses. And, you know, there's, you know, several billion dollar businesses now um, that are owned by and founded by women. And it's sort of like, where are those books? You know, where are those, those stories to share? So I'm really passionate about championing that piece of it. And I would say I'm, I'm a champion of having people, inspiring people to, find the spark in themselves. I love to see see people sort of find their magic and 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 so just sort of being a part of that process. And um, I, I witness it a lot at Modern Well and, and seeing people, you know, maybe coming with an idea or they're just kind of kicking around, you know, a, a, a career move or even a personal move and then just like kind of seeing people come into their power and, um, and kind of get that courage. Um, and that our, my podcast with Steph Pierce is, you know, her next chapter. And that's a lot of what we talk about is, is giving yourself permission and sort of um, the courage to um, look for different possibilities, external and in- internal. Isn't that the truth? The two, boy, sometimes you think you're looking for things external and, Everything you're searching for is on the inside, so that that's great. I appreciate the two of you taking time to, to talk. Congratulations on Publish Her, on Her Path Forward. I love it. How can people follow both of you? Julie, you go ahead and start. Modern Mall, you can find us on any social uh, platform, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Modern Wall Co. Modern Mall C-O. Publisher is um, just Publisher Press on Instagram and Facebook, and that's our website for Publisher as well. And my founder story. And my founder story is my founder story <laughs> at uh, on Instagram. You know, so all social. Okay. And myfounderstory.com. Great. Chris, Julie, thank you so much for being on the Champions of This podcast. Thank you, Thanks, Michael. Thanks, Michael. Make 2022 the year of Champion You. Chances are you're having success and working hard. Wouldn't it be great to accomplish your goals with more energy, joy, and a sense of calm? Gain the tools and community you've been seeking for more satisfying success through Champion You Group Coaching. Join other business and sales professionals each month for interactive sessions on high-performance topics that move you forward faster with more focus and confidence. Reach a new level of growth this year by investing in yourself and your future through Champion You Group Coaching. See details in the show notes or go to michaelwkithcart.com.